because sometimes that's the best thing to do. Um, I would just like to welcome you guys to this week's episode of Real Talk. I'm joined this week by the amazing Caroline Kelly. Hi. <laughs> we were just quite literally uh, talking about how to introduce this this lady. Um, Caroline is, by all accounts, um, as you see her on social media, a shore, a healer, a teacher, a mentor. And yet she's not, which is what we're just discussing here a couple of minutes ago. And that's how much we're changing from moment to moment, day to day, week to week, because we had a, a beautiful conversation last week and we jumped on the call here ready to hit record. And this isn't the same lady I spoke to a week ago. She's just told me I'm not the same lady she spoke to a week ago. And we would love to just start by the conversation by talking to that topic. What is happening? Why are we changing as fast as we are, in your opinion? um well it's all it's the the awareness is there of i'm having huge unlockings lately of um awareness awake awakening within me and then you know obviously i feel like i'm in i'm in my little bubble i'm in between worlds i don't know what day it is what time it is most of the time yes <laughs> um and being in the now, which is really important, um, but at the same time, it's sort of functioning in the in the world that we're living in. Practically, yeah. you know, I've still got my my kids, um, and it's sort of yeah, showing the way, being the best example, but at the same time, working on a website. And I don't know, I'm sort of as to, to describe who I am. And what I'm doing in the world, but I'm literally just being me. And yeah, I can do hypnotherapy. I can do, um, you know, healing and energy work and hold space for people. And um, people feel naturally calm and relaxed in my energy, which is what I feel. But how do you put that on a website to try and explain to somebody yeah. what you do? Yeah, and how you feel. And these whole shifts are... are it's like having the awareness of it all but how do we bring that back down to grassroots mm. as to be in the world yeah when you've got so much awareness but then it's almost like you don't know anything at the same time so what i'd love to ask you is, is i'm winging it <laughs> my, king, my mantra for life i'm winging it lads yeah um what does it feel like what does it look like to be in between two worlds how would you describe it uh I can see, uh, I, I feel, I'm an I'm, I'm empath, and I'm, I'm, I'm an empath. <laughs> <laughs> it feels a bit like this, doesn't it? Yeah. Trying to actually function, trying to get words out of your mouth. Yeah. Your mind has gone this way, this way, this way. You're trying to function as a human. This is just my yeah. hijack and the question. <laughs> but to you, in your world, as an empath, yeah. what does it feel like to be between two worlds? Because you're very very starkly aware I'm yeah. not here and I'm not here I'm not who exactly. I was yesterday I'm not yeah. who I was five minutes ago and that's for 20 years ago no mm -hmm. so what does it feel like in the now moment have or would it feel like having one foot in in in, two, in between two two worlds it's I even feel like my my vision is fuzzy it's like uh my body's here I'm here, 
but there's part, <laughs> there's part of me that's here mm. and there's part of me that's really aware and, and feeling the energy of the collective um and and then my own shit that comes up um and so it's and it, and it doesn't really matter at this point I feel whose is whose because it's all all of ours mm-hmm. so whereas uh, you know you um see something or feel something come up that might be nothing to do with you but at the same time it is yeah that's what I feel like it's it you know it, it's still showing me something it's still something that I'm moving and integrating um or allowing myself to feel which is what we talked about last week is you know this yeah. importance of a lot because we've got that awareness of the ascension and of the transition and the shifts it's it's allowing ourselves to be the way showers in that okay this is what's happening for me it feels shit right now in the moment or it might feel fuzzy or it might feel like you don't know what you're doing and all of that but let yourself be that let yourself be in that and experience that to its fullest um even if it means shutting down shutting away shutting off um whatever way it looks like is fine yeah and allowing that whereas and and in that point then even though you're still feeling between worlds and it feels a little bit odd um that brings you back to your heart doesn't it it brings you back to you your now moment and your experience which allows us then to transmute it all and and integrate it all because I, i found more and more that and it's happening quickly everything's happening quickly isn't it it's like lightning speed whereas before I'd be a bit victim and like oh god you know this has happened or um you know how what do I do about this how do I fix this how do I how do I show up what do I say that I do now I'm like right okay what do I feel like I need to do right now mm-hmm. right now and be in it and in allowing myself to be in it it moves quicker yeah feel your way through yeah whatever the the present moment throws up yeah you know what I found is um as I experienced what you've been describing um I wrote a little bit about it in December and it's come up in a couple of conversations with with people over the week is the how do I say this if I find myself in that space in between where I'm not so sure of anything, anything in my world, it can remind me very quickly of an old time or a past incident that sends off warning shots, alarm bells, you name it, around in my head. My mind kicks in, the asshole that it is. But it kicks in and it goes, oh my God, Melissa, you're going under again. Anxiety is going to kick your ass right now, or you're not going to be able to do anything for, you know, whatever it might look like. The mind kicks in. This is just my own experience. It kicks in. It tells me, oh, here we are again. Here we are again. And then it it joins, it gets some uh, team members who come on in behind it and then try to tell me how shit I am and how much of a failure I am in life and how unaccomplished. I am and brings up the laundry pile that's you know never ending in our home or the fact that I need to get out and get food shopping or whatever it might look like very very basic 
very everyday human things Um. right and it, it kicks my ass if I can't if I can't catch it acknowledge it let it just work its way through me Mm. out the far side compassionately uh goes it but it has the capacity to really kick my ass which leads me back to to what I was about to say to you a couple minutes ago with the different healing modalities that you have uh experienced that you teach that you share with people do you ever find yourself even second guessing their um uh how do you say their their role in your now moment when nothing makes sense or would you find that there are elements of them that you would default back to that would help aid or support or assist whatever it is that's going on with you yeah i find that um it, it yeah there's a direct correlation between the people that you attract at the time and the, what you've got going on in your own in your own life so e- either it it does take you back to a time sorry personal experience takes me back to a time where I can draw on the experience of that or it brings something I recognize something in them as why yeah. they've come to me even in um, when we do um, Ho'oponopono and, um, you know, uh, EFT, um, the, the tap, tapping and stuff, which is really good for, for grounding and everything, that it's it's quite often drawing on experiences or seeing them in a position of, oh, my gosh, I've been you. I am, yeah. I am you. Yes. I wrote a post yesterday, actually, with a little poem about that, of the spark, the spark in me. Um, the spark you see in me is you yeah and yeah. we grow with you know that's and, and vice versa so it's that whole mirroring thing of and 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 I don't like labels anymore of um this has been the sort of the progression of of um doing the website and stuff you know do I do it in first person or third person do I do it in you know yeah. it's me I do, I'm creating this stuff myself as with as with the therapies but who am I? Mm-hmm. I'm not all my experiences. I'm not um, the traumas and the baggage. And um, when we spoke the other day about, you know, the, the backpack and all of those. Um, the things we carry. Yeah. The yeah, you used a brilliant analogy of, of uh, just to share with what, what Caroline's speaking to. She used the analogy of, of the, use, having the equivalent of a backpack that we carry and how we repeatedly uh place like uh, rocks boulders into this our traumas being the big ones pebbles being the culmination of the small ones but that we're constantly carrying and most of the time we don't even realize that we're carrying this stuff we forget that we have the choice to actually take this shit off our back and we don't do it we mm. forget that we have that choice mm. um so sorry you were, you were gonna say there about the things then that you experience as a result yeah just and this is another thing that feels like there's so much to say, but mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I'm, that's the between worlds things. I'm like, oh yeah, and there's that and there's that and there's that. Um, so bringing it all back in and focusing on the moment, it can be the most challenging thing to do sometimes yeah. when you're aware of so much and everything's happening so fast. 
but yeah, definitely the, the people that I met with, and for the most part, that's um, at the moment, that's not one-on-one -on -one with, well, because of circumstances, it's not one-on-one -on -one in my home or, mm -hmm. or whatever. So they're not directly in my energy or anything like that. But the awareness of the things that people are experiencing, I think that's probably where the, um, those of us that are way showers and, and have been through all of those things, those traumas, um, it, it's coming, it, it, we're at a place now where, oh, okay, yeah, I, I know that, I know you, I feel you because I've been there and it might not be the exact same experience, but it's the exact same um, energy, energy yeah. that, that they're in. And the collective energy at the moment is one of fear and panic and, you know, worthlessness. I'm not good enough. You know, worlds crumpling around them. Um, that's really prevalent, isn't it? You know? Yeah. Um, and so as that, as that, the, the way show, it's been, it's just being that voice of calm, I feel like, that I didn't have quite often of mm. it's going to be okay. Yeah you're going to be okay. You can, there are things that you can do to help yourself through. The greatest gift you can give yourself is to allow yourself to feel it, but there's a resistance that's there. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, with everything that's happening in our outer world right now, um, what's the truth? What's the truth? And it's guiding people back to their own truth. What's your truth? Beautiful, what yeah. do you feel? What's true for you? Um, and when I meet with somebody or is in that energy or I'm aware of people in that energy right now, it's what's my truth mm -hmm. in that as well. When you're faced with someone, what's that? What's the spark I see in you? What's yeah. the what's the the fear? What's the trauma I'm recognizing in you because it's part of me? Yeah, an extension. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask, what do you think is the, or what do you think is people's resistance to feeling? What stops people from, from going there? The second the feels hit, because we're very aware when it hits. But in the past, we've had many, many outlets to distract us from the fields. Whereas now, the programming, it's a lot, yeah. The, the world that we've been brought into is programmed, isn't it? We're, we're programmed to be, think, do a certain way. And our caregivers, whoever they were, um, didn't have the tools, you know? And a lot of us have got these tra childhood traumas and stuff, but so did our parents and so did theirs. So mm -hmm. it's these years of program. It's nobody's fault. Yeah. It's just, we can only do the best that we can do, can't we? Yeah. Um, and, and it is, and it's that, um, you know, it's our basic need for connection. Mm. Um, and everything has been so disconnected. And so, you know, we're disconnected from ourselves. We're disconnected from highest self. We're disconnected from our hearts. Yeah. And, and we're disconnected from each other. It's like you say, it's the... Um, there's been, you know, there's other things. Oh, let's fill. I feel I'm. I feel lost. I'm not. I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. So let's go and find. This is where the addictions come in. And you shared that beautiful um, yeah. video the other day. 
of you know it's filling the gap yeah it's trying yeah. to fill the gap it's trying to cope trying to um you know please people be seen my own experience has been one of uh, codependent behaviors mm-hmm. um that results you know from being from my, my relationship with my mom mm-hmm. and um and abandonment and you know all all those sort of the childhood wounds but the 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 pattern was born from just needing to be seen mm-hmm. and by somebody who was already portraying those patterns because she didn't know any better yeah yeah and, she, and you know she was a wonderful woman mm-hmm. and so much love to give but she was unable to process was never given the opportunity that we've got now to be able to process the things that she went through her own childhood traumas her own things I remember going to the to the doctors with her and her being told it's in it's all in your head okay that might be the case how do we how how do we help that are you going to help her with that no no we'll just send her away it's all in your head (sighs) you know it was so common yeah it was so common yeah it's scary actually it's in your it's not in your head it's in your heart yes 100 percent. i mean there's so much i'd love to 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 talk to and what you've just said for for so long people have been told you know um how they feel doesn't matter uh just get on with it i know it's definitely prevalent here in ireland just get on with it you just get on with it you get on get up and get on with it um it's scary and what you spoke to a couple of minutes ago it's it's generational we're the victims of victims of victims Mm. and while it's the easiest thing to be consumed with what you've experienced and lived through and blame the, the generation before or the generation before we are definitely in a time of personal accountability and responsibility which is you know another conversation in itself um, you spoke about the video I shared the other day of uh, Dr. Gabor Mare speaking about childhood trauma and addiction. Yeah. Yeah. And what I loved about that video, and I'm going to bounce this back to, to what you just spoke about again. Yeah. What I loved about that video is he speaks from the beginning of, of our, of our, um, our, our uh, can't even speak now as kids, how connection and, um, uh, is so important authenticity and attachment and he speaks about how we we trade our authenticity for attachment so we have our basic human needs and and we we crave connection it's i know a million percent it's what i came here for mm-hmm. and as the small child we trade our um our need for 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 uh to be attached to to be loved to be seen to be heard to be held all of these basic human um you know things yeah, yeah. for we, we trade our authenticity which is speaking about how you feel uh, uh speaking to the truth of what's going on even as a kid um how how we were met with conditional love 
as opposed to unconditional. And, and this isn't me pointing fingers at the generation before my own family, anybody like that. The point of the matter is the programs you spoke to about a couple of minutes ago are the root cause of these things. Our parents, their parents did their best with us from the best of their capacity on any given moment. I know I'm giving 100% in my world to my family. It might not be somebody else's 100, but every moment I'm giving it my all. And I think as, as the children of people who were unaware themselves, it breaks my heart because I don't think anybody knew anybody knew when they shut their mouths when they closed their hearts when they stopped listening when they stopped trying uh, to nurture that connection that is so basically um, longed for by by everyone yeah. I don't think we realized what we were doing and then we spend our entire lives trying to peel back these layers like like an onion trying to peel back these layers to get back to who the hell am I mm. who am I yeah and I think that you know there's a, a certain amount of 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 things that we've experienced that where we we go enough I have enough of this shit I don't blame you but this ends now mm. and I think it's 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 not an easy path to get to because like you said in order to get there we have to feel mm. so why would you want to feel all that shit a friend of mine said the other day she she messaged me she said I'm just bored of the of the shit now yeah and yeah, there wasn't you know I was like yeah I feel you you know it is it, it can feel like that can't it you know that yeah. you just that you're just bored of it but the, the thing about just to talk to what you were saying about who are we at our core that and that connection is it's love mm. we just want to love and be loved yes Moulin Rouge (laughs) the greatest gift you'll ever learn is just to love and be loved in return that's just come to my mind and and it is and and but those layers are you know like whether it's the onion um you know we're we're not necessarily born with the layers no we we pick up the layers which is why I like the backpack analogy because you know those thoughts and programs are all rocks in, in our backpack until it becomes so heavy that we just can't move yeah but that's not who we are yeah we're not all we're not everything that's in the backpack we're just carrying it because we've been told we've got to learned yeah but yeah. that thing if we if we can stop and let ourselves feel in that moment and and you know be in the depths of despair or be in that you know um even in the trauma of it, the feelings of the trauma, because yeah. not might not necessarily be in the, it's like you said, it, some things come back from the past and it's not necessarily the, um, the same experience, but it's bringing up feelings that feel exactly the same. But if you can let yourself be in that moment and say, this isn't me, this isn't who I am, mm-hmm. take the backpack off. And the immediate relief by just going, this, this is not who I am. Yeah. Let myself, let myself feel it. Yeah. And, you know, because quite often the thoughts, like, like you, you were, you said a bit ago about 
the resistance why don't we let ourselves feel the thought Mm -hmm. of letting ourselves feel is worse than actually letting ourselves feel and it's resistance and it's because of that thing like you said of being having to pick up and get on oh we're not supposed to we're not supposed to so put it away put it away another rock in the backpack another rock in the backpack another you know oh I'll deal with it I'll deal with it another time I should be this and I should be that I should be able to get on people do this all the time people you know people are much worse than me people go through things worse than me they're worse off I've you know and I suppose we it's really good to come back to that place of gratitude for everything that we have got um but at the same time when you're in that space even that's really difficult yeah yeah because you go to you end up be feeling the, the feelings sort of override all of that um and it's you know you get the bitterness and the resentment and mm. feeling like the victim yeah. of everything that's being done rather than going this is not who i am yeah take it off yeah and um, well, they're the programs you just spoke to a couple of minutes ago without yeah. us even realize without yeah. us even realizing they are the programs that run yeah. like for example uh you spoke a couple of minutes ago about your mum going to the doctors to be told everything that was swirling around in that lady's head, everything that she was feeling, everything that she was experiencing was in her head. Yeah. And as children, we learn what we live. So you're even in that one still moment, you're learning. Hang on a minute. Uh, I think like this. I have all of these experiences and emotions going on. It must be only in my head. And so you learn to be quiet about it. It's, it's learn. Children learn what they live without yeah. us even realizing. And then we grow up. We grow up thinking that this is normal. And it's earmuffs. It's not normal. I was going to drop an F-bomb. Do it. But it's not normal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a reformed character. But it's not normal. It's not normal. And it's not okay. And because of um, being told by a generation that is gone I'm talking about the people who this beautiful woman will have gone to in a moment of vulnerability looking for help a generation a world who told her this is all in your head get on with it um what what the um there's this a, a quote I saw on Facebook and I loved it um Oh, shit, I can't think of it for the life of me. It was something like it was about uh, peer pressure, peer pressure from from uh, dead people, like people who are gone, gone. You yeah. know, um, uh, advice. You know, that's not relevant anymore. Mm. And I think now more than ever, in this enclosed space, in everybody's worlds, you said about the truth of the matter is always being brought back to the self, no matter what the situation is. That it's in moments like that where we get to evaluate what programs are running in here? What do I believe? Is it okay for me to shut my mouth when I feel like my whole entire world is crashing down around me? Is it appropriate for me to just get on with it when I can barely put my socks on? You know, uh, is it okay for me to show up and have an awkward conversation on social media without the possibility of being ridiculed, taking the piss out of, um, judged. 
and the detriment that all of this has because the thing is this is just my perspective the thing is each and every person has this internal war going on with themselves with all of the very same things as the next person mm-hmm. hence you acknowledge the mirrors at the beginning of the conversation yeah that's where we're judging i'm not i'm not judging you i'm judging me i'm not disrespecting you i'm disrespecting me and the thing is nobody gets it because the programs are so ingrained mm-hmm. they're so deep-seated mm-hmm so goddamn active within us that we don't even realize and you have been you have seen firsthand the results of the detriment of disregarding each and every one of those those things in in your own life with your mum and how important it is to to speak to that now it's time like it's time it really is for everybody yeah and not from the not from the the victim point but from the from the adult viewing the the child yes and holding the child and holding space for the child because i had not thought of that actually when you said about you know even for me I've, that memory for me is so clear mm-hmm. of going with my mom now that wasn't something that was directly done to me but in that moment, her not being validated when she was reaching out for help, yeah. that she was saying she felt something within her, whether it was in her mind, whether it was physical, I don't know, I can't remember that. But I just remember her saying, oh yeah, it's all, it's all in my head. And there were several visits. Um, and, you know, she ended up being put on medications and things like that eventually but then there was a deterioration in her mental and emotional health um and but for me you're absolutely right yeah that was you know okay it's not safe to reach out for help it's not safe to um to say I'm feeling this because anything that I'm feeling is all in my head yeah and I just got to put up with it and get on and so those those sort of patterns of codependency and all of that was just trying to make other people happy, trying to do what sort of comes naturally to me. I'm you know I'm a I'm a, I'm a doer. I'm a fixer. I'm a you know like uh, as we would say now a, a way shower. But the the way in which I showed up as as that from times like that as a child was um layers of protection because if i can make you happy if i can that makes me feel happy that makes me feel validated that makes me feel important because you are happy and in particular my mom that's where it stemmed from because okay the doctor said it's all in your head so i've got to make sure that you're okay i've got to be the best possible daughter person in the world to make you feel better to help you feel better because I know that you're not and you know as an empath even as a child you know you feel it you feel that energy from your from your parents you know and her trauma and her pains and you know she didn't have you know energy healing or or, uh, you know any of these um, modalities that are available to us now um, and so, you know, the deterioration in her 
emotional and, and mental health was then, you know, projected almost layers. I took all that on. Yeah, absorbed. Yeah. And she and she didn't she didn't know what she was doing. Yeah. She was told to go away and get on with it. Yeah. It's heartbreaking, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And so it's no like this is what we're talking even about the programming. We're the results we're the result of the love of thousands, but we're also the programming of them. Yeah. And while your you know your mum was the person experiencing the mental health issues, you absorb them. Mm. They filter into and through you. Yeah. Then you learn coping mechanisms in order to basically survive, to mm. exist, because your needs as the kid aren't being met, again, through absolutely zero fault mm. of your mum, who was trying to learn how to cope with her own, no doubt, childhood stuff her adult stuff whatever life may have thrown you know her direction and that's that's so many people and you, you talked there about the the carer you know the the person who wanted to to fix the others to help the others to heal the others when what it is it's a it's a call out for yourself to reforge that connection within you yeah we can't even see it sometimes we're so close to it yeah is there speaking of which i've lost you oh okay my picture's just gone completely off i love this even in recordings when you try to dodge when you try to dodge uh technical glitches by recording conversations to uh you know make sure that we get all this <laughs> right we're just going to pause this for a second then we're going to resume because we can unpause and kick straight back into it because we can <laughs> this is equally <laughs> the joys of technology um we were just talking about um the, we were the, in a lovely flow and then technology decided you know what? that we were too this, we were flowing too well <laughs> this is what happens though energy kind of like <laughs> kicks in and mm. and uh derails the train but no it doesn't because it's all there is is now so it's perfect quite ironic that we were talking about being able to express and feel and share that and we're cut off from doing yeah. it in the middle yeah. of what we were saying um I was just saying about uh the roles that both yourself and myself actually have taken on yeah. in uh, wanting to fix other people mm. I'm the recovering people pleaser I said that to you last week I've said it many times I've been yeah. speaking um yeah. because I was constantly looking outside of myself trying to fix me and didn't even realize it at the time yeah and what I was just saying was um, you know, the the experiences that your mom would have gone through, the way you absorbed them, the wanting then to try and fix other people without realizing it was you that was in need of their reconnection. Mm. Um, so many people experience that and they're in it. They're in it right yeah. now. Yeah. They're in it with the, in the roles that they play in their families. Mm. The overgiver in the family, the overgiver in the relationship, the overgiver in the workplace. Um not even realizing that it's codependency in motion and yeah. how to remedy it. They just know that something feels off and That's then it. they don't trust it. Yeah. And codependency, when, when I was learning about this, I actually was uh, started learning about it because, um, well, there was a, a couple of sort of uh, paths that have ended up veering me on the, on sort of the healing journey, if you like. Um, but, the reason 
so my mum passed away um and we can talk to that at some point if, if you like um yeah, whatever but, you're comfortable with yeah yeah um but actually the codependency thing didn't didn't come up until I was looking up how to support my husband who's a compulsive gambler okay and he uh, but but I was still looking up how to it come to that crux point um of some this is not right you know this this is affecting everything and everyone in our lives in our home and but I looked up um and it's sort of it it's not funny, but it almost is. It's, it's the irony in it that, that is, I went looking online how to support him yeah. through, through, the, through this. And the advice that came back or the, the you know, with the, the research that I went through is the best way that you can do it. And I learned this with when parenting my children is separate the behavior from the person because this mm-hmm. is not who they are. Yeah. So when we tell our, our kids, like the doctor said to my, to my mum, it's all in your head. And when we say to our kids, that's, that's naughty, that's naughty, you're naughty, you're naughty, you're this, you're that, that becomes the programme and the layers. Mm-hmm. And the same thing of, um, sorry, I've lost my flow a little bit then because there okay. was several, several things going on. The joys have been between two worlds. Bloody hell, yeah. <laughs> this is what it looks like. It is, yeah. 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 Um, the, yeah, the, 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 with the children separating the behaviour from the child, no, that's naughty behaviour or mm-hmm. that's show them the right way. Um, and with, and the, the thing with separating the um, addiction from the person then brought it back to this so okay so what do I do the best thing that you can do is do you yes and I was like oh Mm -hmm. okay you need to take care of you you need to work and and then you know this whole trail then of learning about codependency and what that was and realizing that the the programming and where where I picked up the you know my responsibility in the relationship of the dynamic of why I had met with this person like you were saying earlier about the client mm-hmm. you know my, my client is me yeah. my my partner my my husband in this case was reflecting me and mirroring me and you know and everything that I need to re- needed to recognize um and but but the reason why I found that or realized that and that was sort of this, the part the real start of my um healing healing journey with regards to learning modalities and um therapies and techniques to help myself yeah um it's like you said I was trying to then just making everybody happy outside of me you know that that was my go-to that was my pattern that's what I did didn't realize that it was even a thing yeah until I went looking for something to of how to support him because it was so normal for you growing up yeah and if if the if the medical practitioners told your mum that it was in her head then well somebody had to acknowledge her because somebody had to care somebody had to hold it I get it 
yeah yeah so it's learned it's learned yeah. in childhood yeah. it's lived as you grow up mm. and it's experienced when we draw specific relationships into our world to live out mm-hmm. uh it, it's a it's a bitter pill to swallow then when we're we're faced with ourselves in another mm-hmm. and we can't seem to get the the balance you put up a a post yesterday i think it was or the day before on youtube about uh triggers for the unhealed parts of our beings and there's nothing like uh being triggered by the people closest to us mm. to hold the most yeah. impeccable mirror of us up yeah it's a it's a nice kick up the arse really yeah um but for me personally i don't know about you it shows me where i need to go where i need to go because I know I'm not going to change anyone, nor have I any interest at this stage in my life, let me tell you. No. I'm changing anybody. No. Or getting anybody to see through my it's eyes. Exhausting. Or, oh my God. It's exhausting. You don't realise how much you give of yourself yeah. Yeah. In, in trying to do that. And and the other thing as well, which I know that you, you work a lot with people with regards to owning your shit. There was a conversation that I had not so long ago of, um, you know, the realization of oh you're still trying to fix and I was like oh god yeah and and start beating up on myself like you said earlier you your thoughts creep in of you should know better you've done all of this work and you've healed all this and you've you know da, 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 the cycle and the patterns and and then it was like no own it yeah yeah okay I went back there for a minute but I'm not staying in it it's not mm-hmm. who I am but I'll own it because yeah that's what I was trying to do yeah but yeah. the awareness, once you bring the awareness to it and own it, allow yourself to feel it um, of, of whatever it is and and stop that pattern of, you know, the destructive thought patterns of, oh, yeah, well, you know, it's because of this and it's because of that and because you're no good and you're not worthy. And, you know, all of these, the, 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 the pattern that we've become attached to yeah. in our mind, the protection. Um own it which loops perfectly and beautifully back into what we spoke to at the very beginning of this conversation which is I do not know who I am from one day to the next (laughs) and that's why that's why because what happens and you described it perfectly when you're in that when you're back in a situation with a person experiencing the old it's the choice point using your discernment because you've witnessed the past You've learned and lived it. You have a choice whether to uh, keep repeating it or repair it by accessing the wisdom of what you've learned and applying it in that moment. Do I want to stay in this situation, stay in this conversation, stay in this room, stay in this building, stay in this world, whatever it might look like, or do I want to turn back in? And I think now more than ever, that's that's the... uh, it's a great description of being between two worlds it's choice point over and over and over again and in the choice point this is where I love it it's like multi so multi-layered it's within the choice point having lived one world and knowing that that's not what you want and having understood that you can access a whole other one if you choose. But taking the responsibility and accountability 
for where where you're giving your energy to, what you're giving your thought processes to. Because we like we're we're doing the work over and over. And we are, we are, everybody is. Nobody wants to stay feeling like shit. No. Nobody wants to be living on the hamster wheel, repeating the same shit day in, day out. They want change. People want better. Nobody wants suffering. But there's a fear in that too, because um, I found, especially recently with that resistance, when they, they meet themselves with resistance, because there is almost a, an attachment to the old and, yeah, and they're yeah. comfortable in their discomfort. Yeah, it's all they've it, known. But yeah. And it's scary to go to go outside the box. It is. It is. It's like I said earlier, the thought of allowing yourself to feel because I remember feeling like that when 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 mum died, it was like pick up and get on and and, and do and, and go and be and fix and making it all right for my kids and making it all right for my brother yeah. and making it all right for everybody else. Um, didn't allow myself even the grieving process. Yeah. And um and, and it's the the oh gosh I've forgotten what I was going to come back to say now what did you say <laughs> oh, I, shit. <laughs> I, I was just you were talking about the resistance of people and their their fear of feeling the old because it's so charged yeah yeah because because it, it's it's all all that I all I knew, well, you knew. and I knew yeah. my life was a shit show and that I was like I used to say that oh my god it's like being in a my own soap opera sometimes mm. I was like really aware of the fact that it just seems so dramatic all of the time yeah. and and again you know it, it even about talking about the people that in my personal experience that I've spoken about you know that that my mom that's that's not who she is yeah that's not who she was my husband, the, the, I said he's a compulsive gambler. That's not who he is. Yeah. He's been a perfect mirror to me. I'm sorry if you can hear my dog. It's okay. outside now. It's okay. <laughs> it's all going on. Real life. <laughs> what in the real world. Yeah. That's what we're um, here for. But that's not, that's not who they are. That mm-hmm. me, me in those um, experiencing that trauma and being uncomfortable in the discomfort because that's all I know because stand, stepping outside of the box who am I outside of that yeah who, who am I without all of the the drama mm-hmm. you know um yeah. because then I've only got me <laughs> yeah and that's yeah. the scariest facing yourself looking at your shadow looking at those deep dark parts of you of you that somebody else might be reflecting like you said about drawing those relationships to us yeah um, you know, looking at that is the scariest and yeah. most challenging thing to do. Yeah. Because, I mean, there again, you're faced back with your own, um, your own fear of, a fear of abandonment if, if you choose to speak your truth. Yeah. You know, if I, if I show up and, and drop a few truth bombs, who am I going to lose here? Yeah. But what, because it's not safe. What, but what do you, you know, at the same time, we never look at the gain, you know? No. It's, yeah, it's a, it's like a, a double-edged sword sometimes. And that's that why choice I think, point. Yeah. That you said last week, we are the choice. Yeah. We are, we are the choice. Mm. We are the, it's all about us. It's all about me. 
It's all about you. Yeah. In our experience. That's why I think, um, you know, to, to talk about what you said at the very beginning of the conversation was so important, which was to deal with the programming. That's yeah. if anybody wants to know where do you start, that's where you that's where you begin. Yeah. You start where you are. Yeah. With what is consuming you now. Oh. And that's um, what I learned with EFT actually. That was a really good tool for me because it allowed me in the moment to acknowledge um acknowledge the how I was feeling, acknowledge the programming and um express it and validate it for myself and this is why I love teaching it to people because because it's all very well when we say oh it's all about go within and this that and the other sometimes you don't even know what that looks like or how to do that because we've not been taught so I I love doing the um, tapping and and teaching people how to do it because especially for well just for anybody really Uh, I was going to say especially for kids because um, you know the world that we're moving into you know, we need to teach them new ways. This is what I've always tried to do is when I've learned something new or I've learned something different or I've realized a programming, then I, I will pass it on. Yeah. You know, I will, I will, you know, I say to my kids, you know, I, I realize I've cocked up. I'm not, not done things that, um, you know, not that as well as I could have, but I know a better way now. Yeah. Um, and I've learned this and I want to teach you and show you. And I do that with, with other people. But what the EFT helped me personally with is um, identifying what I was feeling. Yeah. And yeah, I validate myself, yeah. acknowledge it and, and I, you know, vocally speak it out. It's not just all, you know, love and light and, um, you know, no, I'm fucking angry. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that really hurts and you can speak it out whilst working through the tapping points of, you know, it feels like this, it feels like that. And you're in the, your own moment. And, you, you know, obviously I guide people through that process intuitively, intuitively when I'm working with someone, but I teach people t- so that they can do it for themselves. Yeah. So that they can use it in any moment. And all it does is bring you back to your, your, physical body and your emotions and your heart and what you're feeling in that moment and it's really powerful just that yeah um and and so that's why I found it really helpful and and also in teaching it to teaching that that method to others is one like we say the client is me yeah. So quite often, you know, whether whether my client in that moment is is my family or a friend or whatever, the person in front of me is me mm-hmm. and we do it together. So it's a healing that happens mirrored back to each other. Yeah. yeah. Um, because yeah. there's obviously that trigger or even that meeting that person in that space of their trauma, their pain, what they're experiencing is something unresolved within me yeah so I meet them there yeah um and I meet myself there and that allows them to meet themselves there Mm. and then that ripple is is where the healing happens yeah it's a a beautiful display of compassion yeah for another and for the self it's beautiful yeah um can I just ask 
if anybody is interested in uh, reaching out to you for any of these uh, different healing modalities, where can they find you? They can find me now on um, my website, Epic. which isn't, it's still, it'll be published in the next couple of days. Brilliant. So that's um, just kazkelly.com. Brilliant. They can and you're back on there. Facebook. I am, but this is my second account. <laughs> so my first one got... Um, she got the boot. Uh, yeah, they, they, they did me. <laughs> it, did, <laughs> it did me over good time. Um, yeah. But to be honest with you, even that was, you know, the, we spoke about this last week, mm. didn't we? That was a whole unraveling in itself because it was yeah. that, that thing of, um, you know, felt loss. The grief, the grief of the loss of that's the way that I was connecting with people. I had my business on there. I had, you know, 13 years worth of photographs and connections. And um, yeah. since you, know, you told me about this, work. I was going to say, since you shared this with me last week, I went and I made sure I collected all my pictures because I love yeah. photos more than anything. I love photos. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we can maybe have a, another conversation and share uh, what happened there. I'd love yeah. to. Um, I'm just I'm Kaz Kelly everywhere. Okay, um, cool. At the moment, so I'm we can on, I'm we on, can pop uh, we'll pop some comments in the links below. But listen, yeah, yeah. I just want to say thank you for a beautiful conversation. Um, oh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It was it was great to, to connect, and even if we had our technical glitches, they're all perfect. And dogs. <laughs> and dogs. Yeah, and yeah, it's epic. I'm surprised my kids haven't uh, jumped on in to ask me for food or something. <laughs> but thank you. And to anybody uh, watching us as it streams and on the replay, we really appreciate it too. Until next time, talk Hello, to you soon. Well. Thank you. Bye bye.